0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning. And welcome one and all to our morning show for this Monday morning. It is September the 21st. It's the last day of summer. Uh, Tomorrow autumn begins, fall if you prefer But last day of summer is today We got lots to talk about today Everybody is going to share what we're working on in uh, individual departments Uh, Brandon is out uh, for a couple of days this week on a scheduled vacation So Lisa, will you be doing our sports news?
1: today? Um, yes. Yeah? I heard that there was some football over it the weekend. There was. Trend.
0: There was an amazing amazing game yesterday. The ending of the Cowboys game was one of the most exciting football games. One of the most exciting Cowboy games in 20 years probably.
1: I heard that the super Falcons exciting. did really well. Well, <laughs>
0: they, they did for a couple <laughs> of quarters. A
1: point. And then uh, they, they forgot they were playing a game.
0: So, uh, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get into that. Lisa's going to cover some uh, uh, sports headlines for us. Joanna Barba is going to have entertainment news. and Joanna, what do you have in the way of entertainment? What's coming our way today?
2: Rumors are swirling around that Tom Hardy will be the next James Bond. Daniel Craig will make his last appearance as 007 in no time to die, which is scheduled to come out in November, but that could be pushed back.
0: You know, I'm trying to think here. I was going to say, like, usually when they cast a James Bond, they don't cast an unknown, Mm -hmm. but they usually cast somebody who's not, I mean, who becomes famous for playing James Bond. You know what I mean? Daniel Craig had been in some movies, right? but he really was like, you know, a lot of people were like, who? When they announced it was going to be Daniel Craig.
2: Oh, I see what you mean.
0: Sean Connery had been in a Disney movie called Darby O'Gill and the Little People and some other stuff. Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan, of course, had been Remington Steele, but I don't know. I mean, Tom Hardy is a major, major movie star.
2: I'm just really happy that if it is Tom Hardy, they're not going to be covering his beautiful face up. He always has something covering his face.
0: Uh, example?
2: Venom, well, yeah. Bane, yeah, oh, yeah uh, Mad Max. Stop okay. covering Tom Hardy's beautiful face.
0: Yeah, they probably will leave his face uncovered if he ends up playing James Bond. Also, the Emmy Awards were held yesterday. It was a Social Distancing Emmy Awards, and it looks like there was one show that came about as close to a sweep as you can. I mean, it, mm-hmm. this... this Comedy that is—it's the Voldemort of comedies. It's the name we cannot say. <laughs> How come
1: we can't say it, but they can say it on the news?
0: I, you know what? That I took that position twenty years ago, and they have never—they <laughs> <laughs> have never given me a satisfactory answer. It's just we're not allowed. It's like, well, if it sounds like a bad word. But it isn't a bad word. All no. this
1: morning, all I kept hearing
0: it was S Creek. S
2: Creek. S Creek. So
0: are we just going to call it S Creek?
2: We should just call it that. Yeah. Dren all, let's not. Or should yeah, we call it Ship it. Creek? Ship's Creek.
1: Or oh, that's too close. I'm going to mess that so up. Close. <laughs> we could
0: also do Creek.
2: I don't have a beep. We don't have a beep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, well, that that was the show that was the, the big win. I don't even know what I watched that on. Like, I've seen it plenty of times, and, and it is funny. It's a great show. That's
1: funny uh, I know Joanna likes it. I
2: love that show.
0: Is it streaming, or? It's
2: on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it recently ended, so the new se- the final season should be coming soon to Netflix.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people, I think, over quarantine kind of sat at Found home and- Found it and watched all the seasons. Yep. That Bandwagoners. Was... Mm-hmm. Joanna's like, I was an OG.
0: All right. How about entertainment news, Lisa? Uh, Excuse me. All right. How about
1: Take it away, Lisa.
0: (laughs) What do we have coming up in regular news?
1: Well, the massive news over the weekend, of course, was the passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. uh, Passed away on Friday from complications from her cancer. And there is a national mourning happening right now. Um, after her passing. So that was kind of the biggest news of the weekend. Um, I've
0: noticed a lot of people uh, who seem to be happy about this, that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Which is
3: terrible.
0: Which is an awful thing. But it's like they can't wait for the body to get cold before they want Trump to start uh, appointing a, a replacement, which is the job the president does. But if you go back to 2016... Cool. Uh, yeah. When Scalia died, Obama wanted to uh, nominate somebody to replace him. And they were like, no, this is an election year. So we have an election coming up like in seven months. So you no, eight months. Eight months. Eight months. We definitely don't want, we don't think it's right. And then you, you got to find, this is the most amazing sound. It's people back in 2016, Republicans, mm-hmm. saying...
1: It's too soon. It's, right. We're going to set a precedent this year. You've
0: even got Lindsey Graham saying... This is the standard in the future. If you, if y'all can I, quote me, y'all on can this. quote me on this, and you can say Lindsey Graham's a big fat liar, poopy head. If I go back and uh, you know, of course, well, guess what?
1: <laughs> guess Lindsay what's Graham. going on? You a big fat liar, poopy head.
0: Uh, so yeah, so that's a big uh, controversy that's going on, and the, of course, the, you know, the sad right. passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, and l-
1: let's not go ahead and just forget all the amazing things she did with her time. Um, not only as a Supreme Court justice, but just in her role as a lawyer uh, for a lot of different women's rights, you know, for women in the military. If you right now are getting a a housing stipend, that's because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her work that she has done when she was a lawyer. Um, She did a lot of work with the ACLU um, to help not only women's rights, but also uh, just gender equality in general. She uh, took on cases where uh, men were also being discriminated against. Uh, So she did a lot of work um, within her career in the uh, as a lawyer, so I, I mean there's so many things you can thank her for. And it, remember, I think it's the hundredth anniversary of women's suffrage too was just just recently passed. So um, just yeah, you have a lot of things to thank her for.
0: Uh, all right, so that's uh, gonna be in the news. I think that's uh, newsworthy enough. We'll probably talk some about that uh, outside the news as well. But I'm telling you, that Cowboys game, if anybody clicked it off after the first quarter, I don't blame you, because it was just, they were getting massacred. They went from, the Cowboys went from one of the worst first halves, or definitely first quarter in Cowboy history, to come back to win the game with an onside kick and then a field goal. It was just really incredible. Also, they did a shout-out to us yesterday, Babe Loffenberg is one of the commentators on the Dallas Cowboys football on the radio. So they were talking about, hey, those UTEP minors are now 2-0 and at home after beating Abilene Christian, and we just want to send a big shout-out to our affiliate there 99.5 KLAQ so, Nice <laughs> That's us <yeah>, Sort of <laughs> They got our call letters wrong So, or the, the They got the number wrong They got the call letters right I guess we should be happy about that 99.5
1: hey, KLAQ Our I'll cowboy take it.
0: affiliate take In it. West Texas
1: Good job Miners <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. miners beat uh, Abilene Christian over the weekend on Saturday night. I think uh, if I'm I'm trying to write seventeen thirteen. I think was the final. I don't quote me on that. Uh, Lisa, you're doing sports. You'll have to find out. (laughs) (laughs) So, did anybody have fun over the weekend? Do anything, or were you just quarantining in place?
2: Quarantining,
0: um, not really. Or or is the real answer there's stuff that you did do, but you don't want to admit.
1: No, I spent a lot of the weekend uh I watched uh RBG, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh documentary over the weekend. Watched a couple different interviews with her. Um just kind of looking into that and uh, learned Did you
0: ever see that movie they did on the basis of sex? I did not. Yeah.
1: That's a Oh, that's got a Felicity
0: good... Jones as RBG.
1: No, I'm going to have to watch that one yeah. next, too. Uh no, yeah, I did a uh just that. Lot did you of... Watch
0: the new episode of The Boys?
1: I did. WTF? Yeah, right. Oh,
2: that's what I, I was, was watch. so
1: mad, Joanna, because I'm sitting here like I need to, like this is. I do I need to go on does the die do- does the dog die real quick because oh, no. I can't. I'm I'm freaking out, freaking out.
0: Because you were worried as soon as you saw a dog that going to got lasered like, or sweet. something.
1: Yeah, first thing I see a dog and now in any show and I get traumatized. I immediately think I have to go on that website right now. <sighs> oh, I screwed up. I was supposed to
2: start watching the boys. Instead, I started watching something else.
1: Joy, I swear to God, if you were still watching
2: super Superficial or super, Supernatural, that no, thing. I'm almost done with that. But I started watching Hannibal, and now I'm I'm deep into that. I'm done with
0: you. The one that was on network TV yes. a, a few years ago? Yeah. you enjoying that, are you? That's pretty good. With Mads Mikkelsen? <laughs> yes. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: also at the U.S. Open yesterday, Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, everybody else was really following by the wayside. Bryson DeChambeau finished at, I think, 6 under... And really, nobody was close, but a big win there for Duchambeau at (laughs) the U.S. Open. Say that again. DeChambeau. DeChambeau. Bryson Duchambeau. I like it. uh, Was the winner at the U.S. Open. As I mentioned, this is the last day of summer, so whatever summer plans you had, whether it was... Who had plans? Yeah, if anybody (laughs) had plans, like, well, projects, you know, I'm going to build a deck. And I'm going to do it before the end of summer. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm at quarantine. I got nothing else to do except go to the home gym. Uh, (laughs) Anything you'd plan to do by the end of summer, you've got.
1: What did you plan to do?
0: A lot, and (laughs) I didn't do any of it. But whatever it is, you you've got a few hours to get it done if you haven't already. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, so. It is a uh, national time of mourning as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who became a Supreme Court Justice, uh, she was appointed to the seat on the Supreme Court by Bill Clinton in 1993, uh, passed away. So uh, as we're looking at some of the stuff that's uh, going on concerning that, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had really... Uh, been through a lot. She fought off cancer five times.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, she had a heart procedure and other issues. And uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but there were there were some people who were calling for Ruth Bader Ginsburg to retire from the Supreme Court back when Obama was president, right? So that he could nominate another uh, another left leaning justice to the Supreme Court. But uh, she resisted. Mm-hmm. And since that time, she's she's even become more legendary. Um, we'll get into this thing about what some of the Republicans, including Lindsey Graham, uh, were saying in 2016 and how that contrasts with today. But first of all, we've got some audio from former President Bill Clinton, who appointed uh, Ginsburg. He was speaking over the weekend about uh, the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and said that he knew uh, right away mm-hmm. That she would be a great judge on the Supreme Court, all right. And Clinton says Ginsburg never lost sight of the human impact on the court's decisions. Lisa, you saw the documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but you didn't see the the movie.
1: No, that starred um,
0: Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
1: No, I I, I tend to prefer documentaries to movies. Um, so I did watch a lot of. Uh, there's a, a lot of really good pod, podcasts that um, RBG has been on as well. Um, but she does have just such a an interesting career and I think one of the, the biggest takeaways of it too is her relationship with her husband Marty and just the way that he was the one who really championed her to be nominated. Uh, she's very she's known for being um, very quiet, very somber, uh, very serious. And so she's not the type to go and, you know, throw up the fireworks, bells and whistles to you know, give herself that get her that nomination. She
0: didn't do she didn't uh, draw a lot of attention to herself.
1: No, not in any way, shape or form. It was Marty who really championed her and was kind of calling because he had a very uh, prestigious career um, in New York City as a tax attorney. And he left that job to go to Washington with his wife um, because she had found a really good job. that that's what he would call it when people would ask, you know, so wait, you gave up your career so she could have her career. And he said, yeah, he's like, she got a good job offer. So here I came. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: You have your own basketball court.
1: Yeah. Well, he just, (laughs) he, uh, they were already on the federal court for, uh, Washington DC and they were already doing that, but he was the one that was really calling people and really championing her. And, um, Bill Clinton had kind of been going around all over the place about who he was picking. He had a flavor of the week, almost of different just uh, judges that he was looking at. And he said, yeah, within 10, 15 minutes after sitting down with her, it became less of an interview about the position and more of. What was going to happen next? And she already had the plans ready to go. And that was something that her other uh, fellow judges at the uh, federal court in Washington, D.C. said is that they would hear a case and she would come in and she'd say, "Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. This is the reasoning this. And they're like, no, no, no. We have to all talk to each other, Ruth. (laughs) Like you have to. And then she would sit there, explain her reasoning. And she was right. And but they would she always, you know, was really dedicated uh, to her job. And when she started um, with her law career, she was uh, one of the top at her class. She went to, um, I believe, Harvard University. And then uh, when her husband got sick, uh, because he I believe he had cancer, uh, she took care of him, had a 14 month old baby she was taking care of and still went to law school herself. At the same time, uh, when he graduated, she switched over to Columbia University to finish her degree and then found out she couldn't get a job.
0: Why why couldn't she get a job?
1: Because she was a woman. Oh. And nobody really in the law field at that time. They didn't have
0: women lawyers like back in the, what would this have been, 50s? Uh, This
1: was something that was... uh, not seen before and there was a point where you know marty and three of his other colleagues you know mind you one is now a a law professor at harvard uh went to their the partner at the law firm they were working at and said hey there is this uh person who went to school with us uh they were top of the class graduating class they were you know this this, this the minute they said the word she the law the partner stopped them and said we don't hire women here And they refused to hire her. And this was kind of her first understanding of the injustices that would happen to her just because of the fact that she was a female. And that kind of is what stirred in her the passion and the desire to bring about gender equality for herself and for others. And so that's kind of where it led her. She started working with the ACLU. She started uh, taking on these women's uh, rights cases. Uh, one of the first ones was uh, with against the Air Force. Uh, there was a woman who was in the military and she realized that she was not getting the housing stipend uh, that every... Uh, all the males were getting and she at first thought it was some sort of a clerical error some kind of thing on the books that was wrong and she found out very soon that they were telling her look you're just lucky to be allowed into the Air Force Like you're lucky we let you here let alone gave you money to live somewhere
0: why would they think that a woman had less of a need for housing than a male
1: well because everyone else who was married was allowed to have that extra because of a spouse but because she was a woman they were not going to give it to her So that was one of the big cases that I think I believe I believe that was the first case uh, that she presented at the Supreme Court was the case against the Air Force. And she won that case. And I believe she's only when she was uh, presenting cases to the Supreme Court, I believe she only lost once. And one of the ones that kind of stuck with me uh, when I was looking at her her past uh, cases within the Supreme Court uh, was the one she did for gender equality for a man. Uh he was uh Is
0: that the guy that wanted to be the waitress at Hooters?
1: No, was he that was the
0: famous uh
1: No, he was a stay-at-home father uh-huh. whose wife passed away uh while giving birth. And so he was not allowed to have this uh I believe it was like a social security thing that it was given to mothers if so if he had died,
0: she would have gotten She
1: would have gotten it. But since the wife died during childbirth, he was not allowed to have it. And so he wrote a letter to the editor of the paper and said, I wonder if Gloria Steinem knows about this. I wonder if, you know, all the women's gender equality, if they know what's happening to me. And because of this that case was taken on because she realized how gender equality could work for both ways. Like, this man is the father. He is the one who stays home and takes care of the family. The wife was the one that was the breadwinner. And so he, you know, is now left with a brand-new days old baby and his wife has just passed away and he's not getting that financial assistance that would have been uh, given to the wife. And so, you know, she definitely worked on both sides, but you know, all of her cases she would say is she would try and, um, they would say things to her that would, could be a little condescending, and she would always say, you know, I would take it kind of, kind of reminds me of the way Joanna talks, because she's like, sometimes I would act like I'm talking to a child, like a kindergartner, and have to <laughs> teach them things uh-huh. and make them understand.
0: Wait, was that a shot at me? A little bit. All right. Kind of both of us.
1: <laughs> like, when she looks at me, now, are you mad at this situation, or are you mad at something else? I'm like, maybe, Joanna, you don't know.
0: Uh <laughs> So at a rally over the weekend in North Carolina, uh, the president was talking about, you know, a a new uh, seat to be filled and his crowd immediately uh, started chanting. That's one thing Trump crowds are are good at, groupthink and chanting in unison. I think, did Trump just admit that he doesn't expect to be president after January 20th? because if you're talking about your timeline he is would have even, said you got four more years. He, did is Trump- anyone else
1: just terrified for November to January? Like if he does lose, like he's like I'm I'm burning the White House down. He's all, burning down this. I was a little, little like more worried Wolf but it, said, Wall it sounds like <laughs> I'm not Trump, going nowhere.
0: <laughs> it honestly sounded like the president just acknowledged that he's got until January 20th uh to get anything done. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Right, Brandon is out uh, for a couple of days, scheduled vacation time, and so that uh, gives us all the the thrill and the honor of having Lisa do our sports <laughs> for us, and we're going to have that coming up here shortly.
1: Yeah, sports. Do y'all talk about, like, cycling sometimes? No.
2: Oh, too late.
0: No, oh, we're I getting mean,
2: a treat today. Uh,
0: maybe once a year when it's the Tour Let's de see. France.
2: Oh, it's the Tour de France!
0: I wouldn't get set. I don't know anybody that gets that excited about cycling, including cyclists.
1: Listen, all right. I just wrote the damn Rose thing, so I'm excited. From the
2: Golden Girls, okay? Yeah. Don't you worry about it.
0: Some of the interviews we have coming up this week, we're going to talk to Amy Osborne. She's the daughter of Ozzy Osborne that didn't show up on the show. Except She every was the now blurred face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And that's all I remember is, like, the first episode, her blurred face that you saw. That was it.
0: She didn't want to be on the show, but and occasionally they would catch, like, her shadow or yeah. her, or, you know, she looked like a, like the girl from Ring. Like if they just saw her in the background or something. But Amy Osborne has an album out, so we're going to talk to her. J.J. Uh, Arms, who's selling it. I don't know if you saw that J.J. Arms is selling his big house down in the Lower Valley.
2: He's going to yeah. have an assistant. Sale. I want to go. Are we talking to him? Go.
0: We are. Yeah. (gasps) I believe we're going to have him uh, tomorrow.
2: Is he coming in?
0: That is the plan, yes.
1: Can I ask him? Can I go through his estate sale first? Because I'm looking
2: for a table. But you know you you want to go through that estate sale. Dude, Let's road all trip go as a morning yeah, show. Yeah, I'll go with Buzz. We'll go together. We'll go estate sale hunting, <gasps> antiquing with Buzz.
0: Okay, all right. So I think what people need to know, uh, the reason to get excited is
1: antiquing with Buzz. Woo! JJ
0: Arms was uh, a world famous private, or is a world famous yeah. private investigator. Oh my gosh. Uh, he's got. So I want to see like his cards that have machine guns that come out of the headlights and stuff. Is
1: that for sale?
0: I, I heard he's selling some of his cars. <gasps> I mean, I don't know if they actually oh, have. Snap. I know that they they come with all kinds of like buzz, go go gadget <laughs> gadgets. Like,
1: no joke. If he will let us go through, I will totally go with you. That we'll do a, we'll do a road trip, right. like a morning show. Down. Does he still have cougars or tigers? No, or? I
0: think he got I rid of all the animals. So. But oh. back in the heyday, he had an elephant. He had a chimpanzee. He had tigers. He had all a that jaguar. type of stuff. The property, prob, I imagine, still has the cages, you know. So it was like a little private miniature zoo mm-hmm. back in the day. And I, I would guess that that it's thirteen acres. I would guess they still have the the cages, but. You know, you're looking for a very specific. You're looking for somebody who wants to spend four million dollars on a
1: house. You probably do, and also wants
0: to have a lot of exotic animals.
1: Yeah, my my aunt's neighbor had a had a monkey, and it, so if you go in the backyard, oh, this was
0: a chimpanzee. Yeah, this
1: there was, was like a, a giant. Chimp. Yeah, there was a giant cage where the monkey what used to be, and they still have the
2: cage. It's like, uh, why move it? Antiquing with Buzz. Yay! Buzz. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm know excited. you're excited.
0: Uh, also, the guy who sings the Florida Man song is going to join us uh, this week. <laughs> oh, so He finally
2: got back to you? Yeah,
0: we're going to talk to the, Florida, uh, the guy who does the song <laughs> for Florida Man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I don't know if you care about emojis, but they just announced the list of emojis for 2021.
1: Do you guys use emojis? I really don't. I kind of... Stop they emojis. seem, like,
0: more difficult than just typing the thing out, right? Yeah. I mean, I know they pop up and want to replace whatever the word is. No. But, like, if yeah. you were going to go through and find the perfect emoji, mm-hmm. to me, that's that that's a big time waster. I mean, maybe it's just second nature for kids, like, people my, my daughter's age. But we didn't get the 2020 emojis yet. There was supposed to be a big rollout of things like a ninja and a mousetrap and... Uh, we still haven't gotten this year's new emojis But but they've made the list for next year So these are emojis that are supposed to be Available for 2021 Are you ready? Yeah. It is mostly emojis of couples With a heart between them And a huge mix Of genders and races for those people So that is the bulk of them Are two individuals Might be two guys, might be a man and a woman Might be two women, might be a white woman And a african-american woman it's just like a combination of that sort of stuff so race and genders uh with couples with a heart between them some other new emojis for 2021 are a man and a woman with a hipster haircut and beard well i don't know (laughs) why the woman would have a hipster beard though uh a heart wrapped in bandages come on millennials let me know what what you would use that emoji for if i was like a rapper. Why a rapper?
1: I don't know. There's a lot of real emotional rappers these oh. days, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah.
0: Well, you're emo. That seems like you. There's could. a
1: lot of emo rappers these days.
0: A heart on. How, f- food. How about a heart on fire?
1: The Weeknd. Yeah, yeah. I could see The Weeknd using that. Oh, that's what we should do, Joanna. What artists would use these new emojis? Yeah. I would
0: use the heart on fire if I was going to ask somebody, do you want to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom this weekend and do the heart on fire?
1: There you go.
3: <laughs>
0: a uh, face with swirly eyes i guess if you wanted to say i've been hypnotized okay a face with a face in the clouds Huh. i'm not picturing it
1: uh
3: and clouds.
0: a face puffing out smoke hmm. oh. what would somebody use a picture of a face puffing out smoke especially if they didn't want to say it in words they wanted to use an emoji what uh, message were communicating say-
2: champion vaping yeah. uh I don't know. Competition? Or be like, Hey, I got popcorn lung because of the and then emoji.
0: Mm hmm. Hey, do you want to come over and face puffing it. out smoke?
2: Popcorn lung. Yeah, do you want to practice our vaping skills?
0: Mm hmm.
2: Let's get some popcorn lung.
0: Or maybe it would be like, <laughs> do you want to come over and stand around and it's so cold outside that your breath turns into. It's so <laughs> oh, <cold>. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah it's How cold is it like today? Here's the telephone number. You can call us on the toll-free studio line. That's 844-305-6210. 844-305-6210. Joanna, do you want to give an official statement on what's going on with the Facebook feed? I've gotten a few messages here. People say that Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook feed is not up and running in... Well, first of all, you you mm-hmm. knew that
2: already, right? Yes. F Y I, Lisa is the one that runs the stream. <laughs> this morning, we noticed an issue. It was not allowing us to log back in. Facebook did a whole switch, uh, so the classic Facebook that we all know is no longer there. Joanna's still and having issues with it. I hate it, it. How long ago so did that bad. happen?
1: So they've been trying to switch us over for a couple months now. And it's like, classic Facebook is going away. Click here if you want to go back, though, and pretend this isn't happening. so, like, you
2: can go back to the original one for 48 hours. And I was just doing that every 48 hours. And then they're like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. It's officially switched over to this new format. And so streaming has changed a little bit. And because it's changed, we have a corporate uh, login that we need to get... Yeah. I mean, it
1: asks you
0: questions why don't they, to log in. Why don't they tell us the password? No,
2: whatever. it's not the password. No, it's it's the because
1: password. of Facebook has these special rules of like how how you authenticate a profile to prove that you're a real person and all these things. Right. But unfortunately, we're. We're not a real person because we're a radio station. Wait, so do because they need me this, to go in
0: and count how many stoplights there are in a picture? No. Do I need to it, prove I'm not a robot?
1: No, you need to turn on your location on your mobile device. However, we don't use a mobile device for this. We use a desktop. Okay. So it's trying to say that, and then it'll ask us All to right. give a telephone number and a text message, and a, we don't have so that we'll So the long and the short
0: of it is we'll, we got to have corporate deal with it. And it might take a day or two. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. All
0: right. You know <laughs> yeah, what? That probably just
1: it. by the end of the day, we should be able to by fix the end it. Of, yeah. I'm tired Overdaked. of putting up with this.
0: I'm going to put our live stream of our show on either TikTok or WeChat. They're never going to get rid of those. <laughs>
1: Do it on Weibo. <laughs> Do it on Weibo then. Yeah. So it's not our fault. or It's not technically my fault. It's so stop being a D-bag, okay? whoever you are.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Nico owes me $100, Joanna. One hundred dollars. Why? He lost a bet and he insisted on it. I even told him, I said, before you shake my hand, you better be really sure yeah. because I'm not I'm not gonna let you out of this one. You gotta pay up if Ooh. you're wrong. He yeah. was so sure, was very sure he this. shook on it.
2: What'd you bet on? Whether
0: or not uh this actor in this terrible movie we saw over the weekend was Patrick Warburton, it was. And what? I won the bet. And what the movie, movie we saw was, was terrible. They, it was awful. What well, movie was it? was like a- an original on Cinemax called Inheritance. Inheritance. And it's about this family that keeps Simon Pegg locked up in their basement. In a basement. basement.
4: It, or like a dungeon, basically. And it's like a psychological thriller that's not very thrilling. Anyway,
0: the, the patriarch of the family was played in by Patrick Warburton. And in front of a... I don't know. Half a dozen witnesses. No, there were four people, and okay. also
4: we well, had you me, a couple so beers. That's six, that's and a dozen. I don't, I don't. You think, didn't I, think
0: I would remember? I didn't think you'd remember. Honestly, oh. you you remember very little about most things. I, you, I distinctly true. remember saying, insane. "I will not feel bad mm-hmm. for your poverty poverty stricken state. <laughs>
2: you are going <laughs> to have to pay didn't up." No, you, did, you didn't. think it was Patrick Warburg? I,
4: I I really, in my head at the time, knew what it wasn't. I did you think it was? Uh, you know, I thought it was one of those actors, is like a Wish actor. You think like, oh, that looks like the actor I'm thinking of, but it's just the guy from Wish. It's not really the actor at all. The it, guy from Wish.
2: Well, I'm saying like, like, oh, like it's a, wish. it's oh, like the poor the man. So it's the poor and... man's
4: version. So I thought it was like, you the poor thought man's it was the poor Patrick man's Patrick. W- Patrick. W- you yeah. thought it was Rob Riggle.
2: Voice?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it turned out to be Patrick Warburton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't have the putty voice, and also during the movie, it was really bad. So I started making fun of it. I kept making putty references, and he. I guess you didn't realize... Did you think I was crazy? I was making references Yeah, I was like, to, what is putty, bro? Elaine, talk to the eight ball. It, you didn't get any of those references? It's because it was Patrick Warburton. It took man. me a while. Yeah, it took me a while. Using quotes from the tick? You know what? How do you remember... How are you going to come up with a hundred bucks? Uh, you know... Plasma. Yeah, I'll sell a few cans. <laughs> I'll sell a few liters.
2: Did they... No, no. What were you going to ask? Why would they take your... They accept your plasma? Look Plas- at you, you're it's like only u-
0: they only use it in Colorado California <laughs> Wait, Oregon and Washington I think Joanne try- I mean, I is jo- jo- jo-
3: oh,
4: jo- jo- trying to burn me right now
2: <laughs> no I'm not I'm just saying like but now you're
4: she might think at point- I think get this sickly so they wouldn't want my plasma yeah. you're saying
0: oh you were going with the- I thought you were like contaminated like I think Nico might too. have green tinted blood at this point why mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah that's true. you want him to say you know your mother listens
4: I don't I don't want anybody to say anything Uh, I I don't even know how you remembered this right now because you had already had several drinks and I was like and you took your medicine I was like I'm pretty sure he's not gonna remember any of this it just stands
0: out like a beacon
4: that's the only reason I made bets with you late at night because you don't think I'll ever
0: remember no then I mean, how would you ever collect on a bet if I, if you don't think I'm going to remember making I would, it? Because I'd be like, hey, remember that bet you, we made? And you'd be like, uh. Oh, but I, I, even, I made it perfectly clear. <laughs> if you take this bet, I'm not just going to be like, oh, it was just a joke, or I'm blowing it off. It's like, you were definitely paying me $100.
4: Tell him what's the first thing you said to me this morning as I walked in.
0: Give me $100. <laughs> 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 That's
3: great.
0: Lisa, you want to update us on the uh, COVID situation, the latest that's going on? I have a few kind of offbeat stories. Yeah, of course. So let's hear the serious stuff first.
1: Got it. Okay. More than half of the U.S. states are reporting a rise in COVID cases as the nation is closing in on the somber milestone of 200,000 deaths from the virus. Wisconsin, Idaho, South Dakota, Iowa, and Kansas, they are all among the states reporting more new cases in the last seven days, along with a coronavirus positivity rate above 15%. Still, some states are seeing improvements. Meanwhile, the CDC says there is a growing evidence that the coronavirus can be spread through particles lingering in the air and that those droplets can travel distances beyond six feet. I'm
4: really glad there is now a barrier between me and Buzz.
1: Oh, yeah, the barriers that were put up. Mm -hmm. This is very handy. Oh yeah, they're great.
0: Yeah, as long as those germs don't hover and go more than a foot higher than where your <laughs> mouth is. Yeah, they
1: don't say what six feet. They don't know if six feet means right jump up or
0: down. Yeah, jumping. We, we have these plexi class dividers, but mm-hmm. they they're they're only about three feet tall, <laughs> so it's like they're only going to block anything if it stays well, at it, mouth level.
1: But the thing is, is that at least like, when you're talking and spitting, because yeah. there is some. So there is some more with that. So new research is actually suggesting that. What language do you think spreads more droplets when you talk? Uh, Something
0: that uses the tongue a lot. Russian. German. Uh, Russian. Mm-hmm. Maybe Middle Eastern tones. Oh, yeah.
4: Arabic. Yeah, Arabic.
0: I would say that one that the Pygmies use, where they use click sounds. <laughs> that one. Ew. I don't think that's that Pygmies, and I think gross. It's- that is that is from the movie. Got the gods must be crazy. They totally talk with a <laughs> sound. All right.
2: That English. One. English Us? is the worst. The one that we're speaking New right now? New research suggests. That's probably
0: worse just because Americans speak it. <laughs> we're the worst at spreading. So. New right? research suggests. It probably has nothing to do with, we were trying to, like the glottal stops and everything. And it's yeah. just like, no, English because you guys, you know. These all suck. You're you know. all infected.
1: Mm -hmm. No, that says here that uh, that new research is suggesting that English speakers put more droplets into the air when they talk, which may make them more likely to spread the COVID virus.
0: I'm going to say. uh, I wonder what it says about
4: you that you thought of every other language
0: except (laughs) English. I just didn't take it to be English unless it was being like if somebody had the same impediment. That Sylvester the cat has.
1: Suffering <laughs> that You're really he would be excited a sup- about that spit guard
0: now. You thing. should
4: see his microphone now because it is gross. <laughs> he would be a super spreader.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, how spitty a language yeah. is it may contribute to the different rates of the disease being spread in areas, and it's, uh, it comes down to something called aspirated consonants—the sound we make mm-hmm. that sprays more droplets of saliva into the air. Uh, so this is something that they first noticed uh, back when there was during SARS the SARS scare um, there was a lot of tourists in an area where there was an outbreak uh, but they found that uh, there were more Japanese tourists in this area of China uh, than American ones however Americans counted for 70 cases from that certain region Japan had none
0: see I would have thought now that you mentioned it Japan there's another one
1: no they
3: Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm.
1: okay, th- I can but,
4: see that spreading a lot
1: uh, the Japanese culture is a lot more uh they're quiet. yeah they're no. they're cleaner and they' don't they're, like,
4: touching are they?
1: Yes. Okay. Oh yeah yes. no dude. Think about, think about... Uh, <laughs> I guess
0: that's only when they're about to attack.
1: But then they also, <laughs> when they're traveling, you'll see a lot of uh, different uh, people from Asian countries, they wear a lot of the face masks, masks already. They do. They do. So right. that's something also they say, too, is that they've already... That's why been, I,
0: I say I think it has a lot less to do with the language and a lot more to do with whether or not they are covering that talk hole up in the middle of your face.
1: Yeah, they say the consonants in the um, English language, the puh, the tuh, the ka, Yeah, those are what are you going to aspirate the most when you're speaking in English. Uh, <laughs> you
2: guys are sounding like a so, dog. Je-
0: I love it. I was trying to sound like the song for Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: They say that the Japanese language has few aspirated <laughs> consonants and uh, leads speakers to produce a little spit while they're talking, and they're also quieter than us. Yeah. Uh, so they I like s- my
4: languages with a lot of spit in
1: them. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. uh... Uh, You made it weird. Okay, and uh, as more people are traveling again, there's also growing concerns about transmission on long airline flights. CDC has now investigated 1,600 cases of people flying while at risk of COVID and identified 11,000 passengers who were potentially exposed on flights. Two new studies that were published on Friday, um, they showed that the... The virus was spreading right now as the country is lifting a lot of flight restrictions. Use of masks in these studies, though, is still unclear. Researchers concluded that longer flights could lead to clusters of substantial size.
0: All right. And, and speaking f- of flights, this one just dovetails too nicely. Mm-hmm. There was a guy wearing a neck gaiter. Oh, that's G A I T E R. Mm. Uh, And that's what I decided I was going to wear. It's like the mesh fabric, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and it goes around your neck, but also you pull it up. Then you can lower it, you know. You can wear it kind of as a head thing if you want
4: to. It's a turtleneck without the rest of the arms and and the body part.
0: I ordered like 30 of these off of eBay, right? The day after they arrived, they came in the mail and was like, well, I'm covered. I'll have a mask. I'll just leave some in my car. Lots of different styles. Lots of different styles, colors, patterns. The very next day, a thing came out that said uh, the worst kind of mask is definitely the gator, mm-hmm. the but neck gator. It doesn't stop anything. So this is uh, a guy wearing a net gator on a plane. It sounds like the uh, flight attendant is arguing that a net gator is not good enough, but that the flight attendant is offering him a mask that they'll provide. This sounds like a situation where he was like trying to hand you a different mask. Mm-hmm. You put that on. You don't have to meet with the authorities when you're right, and you couldn't quit arguing, right? It seems very mm-hmm. simple. What about your rights, though? Yeah. <laughs> so, those they were arguing over the kind of mask that I wear, and that's good to know. The reason, another reason I Why like. Why haven't them, you switched your mask yet? You you still wear them? You've complained about how bad it is, but you're still wearing well, it. I only read that. because he bought
1: them, they, and they, he's like, "I'm going to." If use I started them. running
0: into places where they said you can't wear that kind of mask here, I would. I would change, but I haven't run up against that yet. Also, I like, they don't fog up. You know what I mean? Mm. When I wear the mass mask, mask, <laughs> like there's enough gap. The The gator I wear is I really... Gap is a bad thing. It really fits your face, you know? It doesn't seem like there's a lot getting out there, but maybe it's just not thick enough. But And
2: you have one for like
0: every occasion. Every occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. One that matches a tuxedo?
2: Yeah. Oh. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
0: Podcast. Let me give you some highlights there was some high drama in the NFL over the weekend uh, the night game so this was uh, Patriots against the Seahawks it was at home no no fans in the crowd so no 12th man for the sea uh, for the Seahawks Seahawks led 35 to 30 but with a couple seconds left on the clock the Patriots had it on the one yard line so they needed to get one yard into the touchdown and they were not able to do it meaning, the Seahawks defense held, so let's listen to some of some of the call of that.
4: Wow, that sounded exciting. Uh, Who, who's in the stands shouting? That that's uh, they
0: pipe in the sa- sounds of the crowd. That's a fake crowd sound. Yeah, n- there are some teams that are good, though. there are some teams that are allowing a limited number of fans, but like the Cowboys game that one, the Texans game yesterday, it was empty stadium. Um you know what actually I'm have got something that pertains to the to the crowd sounds they really? pipe in. Honestly, I I can't remember the last time I saw the Cowboys play a, a worse quarter of football than in the first quarter yesterday against the Falcons. They looked terrible and the the Falcons looked like they could just have their way with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you. I saw your cousin post Joanna that he wishes he had gone to that game instead of the Cleveland game, which is the one he's got tickets for. Uh If your cousin is anything like most Cowboy fans that I know, he would have left in disgust at halftime if he had been there to beat the crowd, but also because the Cowboys look so terrible. They came back and won the game. Mm -hmm. They did an onside kick, setting up a 46-yard field goal uh, for Greg Zerline in one of the most amazing comebacks... I think this will go down as one of the one of the big comebacks of the NFL in modern history. So let's get a little bit of uh, the Cowboys and the game winning field goal from Zerline. That sounds so exciting.
2: I have, I'm going to admit that at first when you said my cousin, I didn't know who you were talking. About.
0: <laughs> I, you know, it's the cousin I that's always it. on our Facebook. Yeah. No, Joanna has fifty. Kobe. She yeah. had. Do you have a lot of
2: cousins? I have a lot of cousins.
0: Do you know I have something Same like news. like forty? Mm-hmm. Or more first mm-hmm. cousins. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Same. Because my pa- my
0: mom, there were 10 kids in her family. And my dad, there were eight in his family. Like, I think I could even have over 40, 40 cut Enough that I can't remember all their first names.
2: I can't. <laughs> if you asked me, I'd probably sit here and be like, uh, the Sometimes one. Sometimes they'll come up to me and I'm like, Hey, you. Cousin you. Yeah, they're like, hey,
1: oh, cousin. you remember Philip, my son? I'm like, no, I thought you were Juanita's.
0: What was that? What was You're Amelia. You remember that game, Guess Who? Or I thought you worked with here. The, <laughs> remember that game where you would identify the faces? It was I like a memory that. game. Clue. No. no. Yeah, Guess
2: Who. Guess, guess who? And like, who. And it's like
0: that's how it is. Sometimes when I go could to a reunion, like,
2: is he always in the Facebook chat? And I'll be like, cousin Ian.
0: <laughs> well, because some of my cousins are like thirty years older than me, too. So I just, you have cousins in their nineties. No. Shut up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: definitely I've got cousins in their sixties.
2: Oh, for sure. It's the promo. <laughs> no,
0: Nico doesn't get a promo. Nico wouldn't be yeah, here he if, if it weren't for my good graces. Mm. Uh or for me waking with, up in the morning. That comes come.
1: with age, you know. You get more graces. I do not have cousins That's in the
0: nineties. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles... Okay, so the Eagles are known for having a brutal fans. fan base. Yeah, yeah. their yeah. fan base is brutal to the visiting teams. They're just awful to the referees. And are they ever brutal to the, the team itself? Yes, to the yeah. team itself. Oh, all the time. So this, uh, the Eagles fans are the ones who are famous for throwing snowballs that had rocks packed in them at <laughs> Santa Claus one year at a home game. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles fans are are so yeah. brutal. They're willing to take Santa down a peg. They got booed at their home game yesterday, and they had no fans in the stands. So <laughs> I'm not... There weren't even any fans there. So apparently, and I've got the audio to prove it, negative crowd noise, like Was negative responses in. being piped in whenever they would screw up, like whenever they would... Uh, That's impressive. ...miss a field goal or whatever... They knew their fan base well enough to know it would just seem unrealistic if they didn't boo the Eagles.
3: <laughs>
0: what the hell? That means the sound guy true must to have your said, team. "Yeah, look, nobody's going to believe it unless mm-hmm. unless the fans are booing the, the Eagles." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that you could really hear the reaction time like it took like three seconds three and a half seconds the after the interception the and then the guy's like <laughs> where's the button well, where's the bad reaction button you know, the boo birds need to come out
3: <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> that's great
4: You know, it does sound exciting. I'm not going to lie. If I was just an audio listener, I'd say, like, that sounds like a pretty exciting thing. I'm not not even worried
0: about Eagles fans getting mad about anything I'm saying because the Eagles fans are sitting there and nodding and agreeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're probably sitting there like,
1: you're right. I'm glad we're here.
0: I'm glad we're (laughs) represented.
1: (laughs) They are being well represented.
0: Let's get some entertainment news. Joanna keeps her eye on everything from Hollywood, television, uh, movies, music, and more. Good morning, Joanna.
2: Good morning, the Emmys went virtual last night and Slips Creek, we'll say, swept the category. Is that what we category. want to do? I don't know which one we, we found out
0: on. that it's okay now on network television to say mm-hmm. the S don't word as long as it's not really the S word mm-hmm. because this show is called S Word Creek. Creek. And Jimmy oh. Kimmel was saying it and it won in so many. So many of the categories, like all of the comedy categories, they won categories.
2: nine Emmys for their sixth and final season. This morning was, on
0: the news, the local anchors were calling it by its name. They mm-hmm. were like,
2: "This is our moment."
0: Well, Do you I think really, I could get away with it? No,
2: no, no. don't. Even well, you try. have
4: separate guidelines from the company, though. It's different. Yeah. Well, th- I was. Yeah. That's right. And I was I'm not happy they, about it. They were almost not in the Emmys
0: because of that. That the Emmys actually almost you know didn't, back, didn't let them. Back in the '90s, I remember like local bands would want to get played, and it's like, why won't you play us on the air? It's like, well, for starters, you had the f-word in yeah. your band name twice. <laughs> you know,
1: we're it's artistic. Like,
0: even if it was great, which it isn't, <laughs> the fact that you decided to be such an edge lord and put put a bad word <laughs> in the name uh so you mean, you mean wait what what
4: like what example is there do you know can you say one
0: no bands? i mean that's the whole point here okay. take your headphones off and i'll tell you one that was this band actually was a pretty good band and they were local and mm-hmm. there was a good chance that they would have gone uh on to better bigger things but what was the name take your headphones off so i can tell you
1: This is great. I know awkward silence.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, like this is really good radio. Let's uh, talk off air. Have you ever heard th- of that band before? No, I haven't. It was a hard time giving them airplay hmm. because of the name.
2: Did they eventually get airplay?
0: They eventually changed their name. Like the instead of the the, the objectionable word, they just in, used the initial. And now
2: they're Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because they used to be. Nickelback.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but here uh here are all the awards and like I say they didn't edit it for broadcast we we, we did the edit but it's that show with Eugene Levy and it's it's really You haven't show. seen it? I have. Okay. I've seen episodes of it and it's it's it We're is gonna it's very We're going to watch the funny. whole thing, man. The other show that got so many wins that it makes me want to watch it is Succession on oh. HBO. Like I've always heard that got good reviews, and and I have HBO, but every time I would see a a trailer for it or commercial mm-hmm. for it, it just looked boring. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, so bunch of rich white people. Yeah, it's like a soap opera, is what it looks like. But I guess it's really <laughs> really good. Watchmen, which I loved, uh, it won the limited uh, series. It, one, it, you know. it won best limited series. Did you watch? Watchmen. We watched it together. I don't. How do you forget that? And you, you and you, you remember, remember the bet. You, you remember bet. the bet, but you don't remember we <laughs> watched.
3: Hundred
0: dollars is hundred dollars. <laughs> did did we watch That's Watchmen together? Yes, every Sunday for Did you like, like it as much as I did? Because yes. I really enthusiastically like it? liked it.
2: Were you is there? That, well, I couldn't tell if you liked it or not, Nico. God.
0: For months, yes, we both loved it. All right. uh... <laughs> You might have heard that the this season of the Kardashians is supposed to be the last season. Mm-hmm. Like they're wrapping up the Kardashians, mm-hmm. which is good news. But there was video from over the weekend that could be bad news. Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton went and hung out together. Kim Kardashian started off as Paris well, they didn't start off, but she, as, her understudy. as her assistant, yeah. like her yeah. PA or whatever. they Understudy? Hang- <laughs> <laughs> Her slut in waiting. <laughs> what was she studying? Oh yeah, that's a good camera angle. I don't think I'd use the night vision though. But uh, they, they had a weekend together so my thought is yeah, the Kardashians may be ending but something worse may be on the horizon, mm-hmm. like a crossover event.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of the MCU, it's going to be the KCU or the KEU, the Kardashian Extended Universe. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Today is actually the very last day of summer. And we're going to have the Mo Show calendar coming up in just a few minutes.
4: Buzz has been eating peanuts. Yeah, I got to
0: quit eating. What did we
2: say about (coughs) you consuming nuts during the show? See, you've I don't think I have it. an
0: allergy, but I think no, I... you've said You it. have an you allergy to nuts. You think nuts. I have a mild version of the peanut allergy? you <clears> throat> throat>
2: said it yourself. You cannot handle the nuts during the show. Yeah, <laughs> Is he ma- choking on nuts again? Too many nuts, nuts makes nuts
0: his, his throat swell up. Yeah. No, it's just kind of like it's a dusty particle. I don't know. It just makes You my get a little
2: some of it stuck in your throat. You're
0: just I, inhaling okay. nuts at this point. I noticed that our digital managing editor, Emily... Well, <laughs> I used to know Emily's last name, but I think it changed, but... Uh, she's in here, so maybe we're going to get the uh, Facebook stream going, Emily? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What's your last name now, Emily? Murillo. How do you spell that?
2: M-U-R-I-L-L-O. Murillo. Oh, look at you. I'm I'm
0: telling you how to pronounce it correctly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, we got locked out by Facebook somehow, and
2: and people started getting really. Uh,
0: people got a little salty, salty and, and and
2: they were like, "I know Lisa's the one who runs mm-hmm. it. Of course, it's not working." Then Lisa gets salty back, like, yep. "And
1: what, bitch?" <laughs> All right,
0: there were a couple other really important, I thought important stories uh, in entertainment, but
2: oh right, just
0: to recap, mm-hmm. S Creek was the big winner big at the uh, at the Emmy Awards. Go
2: watch it; it's yeah. a good show.
4: So I think that's going to be our next series. That we're gonna have to start.
2: Oh. Yeah. Because just got started Watch on Letterkenny. Tell me how you love it.
0: You've you watched like three episodes of that. That's about how many episodes of S Creek I watched. It's just so ridiculous. Everybody can say the S in S Creek except me. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, just you, yeah. Buzz. You cannot. So dumb. Yeah. I'm sure.
2: All right. What else, Joanna? <laughs> Tom Hardy was trending on Google this weekend because there's a report circulating online claiming he's the next James Bond, but nothing is official yet. Daniel Craig's final appearance as Bond will be in the upcoming movie No Time to Die, which has been delayed due to COVID-19. It's supposed to come out in November, but it's possible that it could get pushed back again. The report claims that the announcement of Tom's casting will be made in November or early next year, if No Time to Die gets pushed back again.
4: Well, it hasn't been confirmed, right?
2: It has not been okay. confirmed. Because I
4: thought Idris Elba was going to be
0: the I first. I think
2: he's already been like, yeah, no, it's not going to be me.
0: He he, like he's not interested in doing it, or he just says they nobody's reached out.
2: I don't know. I just know he said that's not me.
0: You're a pretty big Bond fan. Yeah, big Bond
4: yeah. fan. Like, uh, you know how they used to have the marathons. During, at Christmas or Thanksgiving mm-hmm. on TV yeah that was a big tradition
2: look another thing you two could watch yeah
4: I've seen all the Bond movies we, we've already argued about several Bond movies before remember we were trying to do the the theme like which one is the, has the best theme song
0: not counting the James Bond theme not counting. <laughs> not counting that. Which was the best, like official theme song of a Bond movie? View I say to a kill. No, not a view to a kill. Duran Duran. Yeah. Seriously. Yes. Uh, there was only one main <laughs> Bond theme that went on to be a hit
2: on mm-hmm. its own, like regard, and that was like
0: Paul McCartney's "Live and Let Die." Oh. Oh. Adele
4: would have been good too.
2: I love the Adele one. Mm-hmm. So put me in for that
4: one. Yeah. Well, what's the name of the Adele song?
2: Skyfall.
0: Ah, good job. Do you know the Paul McCartney one? Live a Red Die. No? I
4: don't know.
2: Let's continue doing this. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> gold <the> Finger. <laughs> <laughs>
2: reminder, that's the promo. <laughs> but
0: I, one thing I was going to say is Tom Hardy, like, has is way more of a well-known actor than any of the other Bonds before they took that's over true. the role. He has a higher status. None of at them this were point. unknown. Yeah. Well, know, actually, George Lazenby was completely an unknown. Uh, he's still an unknown. <laughs> well, I really mean, other than the guy who played James Bond in, in one movie, but. Daniel Craig, you know, had been in movies. He was people. Sean being...
4: Connery wasn't like well known before.
0: No, I think his biggest screen credit up until then had been Darby O'Gill and the Little People, which was a I think that was a Disney movie. <laughs> Roger Moore was probably the act. Yeah, you know what I was going to say because he was on a popular TV series called uh, the The Saint in the nineteen sixties. But I guess you could say the same for Pierce Brosnan. He was Remington Steele. For like a solid decade, almost. He was
2: also Stu in Mrs. (laughs) Doubtfire. Thank
4: you. (laughs) His most famous role. Yeah, Yeah. duh. It was a drive-by fruiting. They're
0: they're really going with, you know, a known actor and a critically acclaimed (laughs) actor with Tom
3: Hardy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did you say, Lisa?
1: (laughs) Said never mind. That's the promo.
0: Drive by <laughs> Gold
1: finger Nope you have some Stiff competition With that mm. fruit
2: mm-hmm. And right. finally John Favreau's Elf has become a staple of holiday viewing and is now regarded as one of the greatest uh, Christmas movies ever made. Elf marked Favreau's first mainstream box office hit. While millions of people revisit the adventures of Buddy the Elf on an annual basis, some fans have been holding out hope for a sequel for a long time now.
0: I'll be honest with you. I like it as a standalone movie. I agree. Yeah. Like they did not need to make a sequel to Home Alone.
1: Or Anchorman.
0: Well, I'm sticking with the Christmas theme here. But yeah, no, the Anchorman is an <laughs> yeah, excellent like point. It, I
1: think
2: they tried to do. a like they tried to do a Christmas
0: story
1: like yeah sequel.
2: It did not work Awful. out at all. Yeah, leave it alone.
4: I think you're giving mm-hmm. bad examples because I love Anchorman too, and I liked Home Alone too.
2: Well, that being said, the, <laughs> the one where he goes well, to New York. New York.
4: You like one. that with yeah. the pigeon lady yes. and yes. come
2: on, and that weird fight they had. Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, Well, if you are holding out for a sequel, there is probably no way that it's going to happen because James Caan has poured cold water on that idea by revealing in a new interview that a sequel won't happen because the star and the director didn't get along. John Favreau didn't get along? John Favreau and Will Ferrell. He said, quote, we were going to do it, but the director and Will didn't get along very well. Apparently, Will wanted to do another movie, but apparently he wanted to do it without John Favreau directing it. But because of contractual obligations, it got too messy. Mm.
4: You would think that they—they they both look like they
0: have a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah, right. So I, think like, oh. I would see those two getting along.
2: Yeah, I would too. So
0: but shocking. I got—I got to tell you though, I'm glad they're not—they're not doing an Elf too. Yeah, I I think yeah. Don't,
2: I, right on its own. Elf
0: mm-hmm. is the most recent movie to reach Christmas. Christmas Must watch yeah. status. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christmas
0: Vacation was one of them. Uh, I love it. A Christmas Story's up there. Die Hard. Die
3: yeah, Hard. You know, t-
0: I took some convincing to convince me that's a Christmas movie, but fine, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Home Alone. But then name something that's come out since Elf that's like must must watch. I mean, it's part of my holiday rotation now. You catch Elf a few times. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of any other good Christmas ones now.
2: Cannot either. <clears throat> Well with entertainment news I'm Joanna Barba. All right, it's the buzz Adams
0: morning show podcast. So what's the what's the rule on Facebook? I can go in, I can read what people are writing, but you just don't want me to no, post it. No, no, you weren't even
2: supposed you to be in there. You were supposed to be on it to begin well, with. Well,
0: first of all, I had to go check no, to he see if a it Starbucks. No. I checked to see if it started working because it was working earlier and then when I came over and saw that it was working. Nico,
2: did he tell you he was using you as the as the, a, chat, as the messenger, no. it like Nico's telling me this is what they're saying in the chat. They
0: say I get too wrapped up with talking to people on our Facebook chat, yeah, and I that I that. should stay off of it. <laughs> and so you were just using my name? No, when, they were saying so rea- they, w- they were saying so- how did you know that somebody said this? I go, oh, Nico's texting me and letting me know what people are saying. On Facebook he didn't things.
1: realize that it says Buzz Adams commented, and so I, we're like,
0: that's you, dude. I wasn't texting him. He yeah.
1: was
4: no, using no, no, me no, in a no, lie. Yeah, exactly. He
2: was, yeah. You, you what do, you, do you, have you have to
4: say see? for yourself, sir? I
0: thought I thought Brandon had said, fine, you can go to it. <laughs> Just don't get no. in arguments with our listeners.
2: From what it was told to me is you weren't even supposed to open the chat to begin with. Because if you see no. someone saying something That's dumb. Changed. No, and That's we told changed. you because if you saw a comment, you knew you wouldn't be able to not respond yeah. to it. You
4: can't resist. So
2: then that all last week he kept going, Nico's telling me oh my God. that they're saying this.
4: I cannot believe you're using me as your
1: scapegoat.
2: Yeah, we're like
1: he's driving. He doesn't have service. You're like, no, he's telling me. He's letting me know.
2: (laughs) He's on the chat.
0: Uh, no, Well, I'm reading the comments, but I'm not commenting, I'm not responding to the comments.
2: No, but I thought you weren't supposed to open the Facebook chat at all. No, you weren't even
0: supposed to open my it. My understanding as of no, last week sir, was because that...
2: because you said it last week, oh, you're right, I'm not going to be able to resist commenting on it.
4: Can I tell you guys, it's gotten so bad, it's to the point where he is now commenting on my post, my just personal post, my friend's post.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I didn't comment. I just put like the laughy
1: face.
2: Well, that's the thing. And like Brandon (laughs) told him, like,
1: get off. And he's like, let me just tell this guy to F off real quick.
2: Oh, yeah, because you started telling listeners to F off.
1: And not all, not just random
2: sometimes,
4: listeners. I mean, oh, people had to deserve it. Sometimes he'll come out of his room like at midnight, which is like like ten hours
0: past his bedtime. Right, and it's like, what are you doing up? Oh, oh, I'm still on Facebook. I gotta, I gotta stop talking to these people. <laughs> well, we weren't on. We didn't have our Facebook stream going. I guess we got it back about an hour ago, and I mm-hmm. just wanted to go over there and see if uh, people are yeah, commenting. Yeah, of course. But it seems of like the word is out.
4: So, are you are you happy with your? With your feedback, somebody,
0: somebody, I didn't know it was on, so somebody wanted to know, like, what I'm, what I'm sniffing. I got (laughs) snuff. I want to clarify (laughs) that it's snuff, which is a tobacco product. Yeah. And it do it, Nico. I just want to get I your. I don't want to re- do that's
4: all he's been trying to get me to do for the past hour. <laughs> he's it's been like, trying to get me. I don't want to do. No, stuff. it's Nobody awful. Wants
0: I know. It. I mean, that. it's terrible. It burns your nostril. It burns your entire sinuses. I know. So Why do people you do it? it? He's like, oh man, it's really. It's better than coffee. It really wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> I think just like if you snorted anything that that burns, burns your nose, yeah. it, it would wake you up a little. But that that's what it is. But I did not want anybody to think. That I was. <laughs> it's just I bought it at the cigar shop. Okay, uh, so I wanted He's to answer that question. Like, and I can question.
1: quit anytime. I can quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have a problem. I just don't want to quit right now. You know. Um, I am not in Facebook jail. I'm in You're KLAQ totally. jail. <laughs> <clears throat> and some people are saying they like it when I join in the chat. So yeah, a uh, lot of a uh, lot of people coming up with their own. Nars takes on Nars. Nice. <laughs> I like Nars bars. Yeah, that's a good one. Or
1: or, Mars. <laughs> or <Mars. laughs> Not really picky.
0: Like I say, it's amusing, but everybody. I feel can, like he, yeah, er, everybody makes a verbal gaffe, or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and he recognized it right away. I I'm much more concerned about the things that he says intentionally, and then lets it stand. Like a couple of weeks ago, I think it was this one. Wait a bit. He just encouraged his fans at one of his rallies to do absentee balloting. balloting. And you call them beautiful. Yeah. So he's all for that as long as you're going to vote for him. Oh, but he's drawing a distinction between absentee ballots and mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. I'm still unclear. They're the same thing. They, you're, they you're, are, right? Yeah. They're the same thing. You have
4: to mail in an absentee ballot.
0: No, no an absentee ballot is if you're going to vote for me. <laughs> A mail-in is if you vote for anybody else and those are wrong. <laughs> See, I think l- as much fun as it is to pay attention to NARS instead of Mars, listen to that. He's telling mm-hmm. his supporters, many of whom are heavily armed, that if he doesn't win the election, that means it's
4: rigged. I. Some people would just call that politicking. And It you is know.
0: not within the norm I of
1: politics. Terrifying, but uh, uh, sure. that, that De- goes
0: against what anybody in the modern era has done to say sure. if De- I delegitimizing lose, L- yes, yeah, he's delegitimizing our demo- democratic process. But a lot of people it, would say that he is
4: prone to hyperbole. That when he is on stage in front of other people, he sometimes uses words and exaggerations. Yeah,
0: but that's if you didn't think that if the votes came in and it took, let's say, it took forty-eight hours. And if at 48 hours they came back and said, Biden won, you would have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just going to say, well, that's our democratic process. I well, guess I, I there's guess no they, other choices. Yes, there are. What
4: are the other choices?
0: To Thinks, just stay? Things that nobody else has ever done before. Just stay? To go on Twitter and tell his followers, you need to show up with your weapons in mass to protest. That I mean, is not we, we out a, of that is not out Supreme of the realm Court. of possibility.
4: We have a Supreme Court. We have like an actual system that tells you, you yep. know what needs to be done. And I he, know he can't do anything. We about have that. a lot
0: of norms and mores that have been completely ignored. Well, yeah. And I would not put anything past him if if the results come in sure. and he didn't win. You're asking me to predict what he would do. I don't know. He's unpredictable. I think it could involve Twitter. I think it could be browbeating. People, I think it could be refusing to leave. He might be the first president that they've ever had to actually drag None out of the White that, House when it's no. time for him to go. It, he might be. You don't know. Maybe. Can you name another presidential candidate who's ever said, if I don't win, that means it's rigged? <laughs> only in Africa. <laughs> like, right. Or or like only Af- in a third world country. Like
4: African warlords do that.
0: Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away on <sighs> Friday. Did you know there were a lot of people who were urging her to retire back when Obama was president, so that he could fill that spot with somebody else? And she didn't do it. And I I would say that her she she became an even more historic figure. To be fair, though, uh,
4: Obama also nominated somebody else at that time that didn't get passed. So it's it's not like that would have mattered. Maybe. Because well, it depends
0: on when she retired. If she'd have retired in 2012, like after he won re-election, 2013. No, but the
4: Senate was still Republican. See, that's the whole thing. Is the Well, Senate's- he got
0: nominees confirmed. I mean, it wasn't like he never got nominees confirmed. He did. Yeah, no, you're you're, you're right. But if-, if... If she would have stepped down, he would have made a, nom- a nomination. The Republicans probably would have dug in their heels on the first one and the second. But Merrick Garland? That was who he nominated in 2016. You, I mean... As far as like political leanings, Merrick Garland is would be about the most right down the middle, you know, not a not a political ideologue in well, either direction. And it was like, oh, we can't hindsight, have that. man. yeah. Uh,
1: well, and the thing is though, uh, you know people look at RBG as a very you know liberal, very far left. But when she first came onto to the Supreme Court, she was kind of more of a moderate in her rulings. But then um, once there kind of became more of like a conservative majority, she started becoming more left with her, um, her rules and her dissents that she was doing. But um, when you look at it from, you know, when she initially was first put on to the, the Supreme Court, she actually was a little bit more moderate.
0: So uh, this is something that has gone viral. It's Lindsey Graham in 2016. So uh, Antonin Scalia passed away in 2012. Was it late two thousand fifteen or was it already two thousand sixteen? Anyway, there were two hundred days before
4: this, so it's I think two thousand sixteen. There were probably. eight
0: months, or was it eight or nine months, Lisa? Before the election was going to take place eight. in two thousand sixteen, yeah. it was eight months out, and the Republicans, which you are going to hear some of them right here, said, "Hey, this is inappropriate. You should wait for the we're election. In the middle of the election. Whoever wins the election, let them Decide. nominate." Yeah. that was eight months out. Okay, we're something like forty days out. And this is coming back to I I would say haunt Lindsey Graham, but I don't know if anything haunts him. I mean, once you've sold your soul, do you really have any pangs of guilt. But this is what Lindsey Graham said back in 2016 uh, when denying Obama's nominee Merrick Garland. Well, guess what? What's up, <laughs> the exact scenario that he described in 2016 is occurring now. And people are using his words. Let's see what his words are like against him. Here's what Lindsey Graham had to say in 2018. So this was kind of uh, around the Kavanaugh, the Mm -hmm. time of the Kavanaugh. (laughs) The only thing wrong that he said is if if the primary process has started, the primary process is over. Mm -hmm. We're into the general election here, so... I, I guess it'll be interesting to hear him spin it. but well, uh, want, he what's already he just has. Gonna, He's just going to shrug his shoulders and say... You heard well,
1: no, he already has. He he put out something uh, a couple days ago that said, I stand by what I said in January of 2019. Harry Reid and Chuck Schumer changed Senate rules to try and stack the courts for Obama. Now it's coming back to haunt them as I predicted. I am dead set <laughs> no. on converting Donald Trump's nominee if you stand with me. And then it links to his website. Okay,
0: then he's changing the argument because he's contradicting himself. He didn't say, I'm going to stand with, with whoever Donald Trump announces. He says that, use my words against me, I won't do that.
4: And I think they only changed the rules on federal uh, justices, not the Supreme Court justices yet. The, about, about, like, um, you know how they yeah, used yeah, to have yeah. two-thirds majority versus regular majority.
0: I mean, we're definitely talking about the Supreme Court
4: here. Yeah. Do, they're also saying, though, that uh, normally – uh the president and the senate are both of the same party when they're getting somebody elected or nominated and that it just wouldn't make that's what mcconnell is saying he's saying like well we're not the same party as the as the you know we we are the same party as trump now so that we should be able to get our So nomination. during
0: that nars when he when he said we're going to put a man on nars at that same speech he also was talking about uh who he might nominate to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg A- At the time of this I-, I think she had been dead somewhat t- Something around 24 hours So mm-hmm. you know Ever classy, the Trump crowd You can hear them bringing up the chant If your hearing's not so good They're not chanting RGB Or RBG mm-hmm. They're chanting fill that seat RBG r- yeah, r- the- Red, blue, green they're ch- they're chanting fill that seat, but the interesting thing to me that I don't and I haven't heard anybody talk about, Trump is talking about how much time he has to to get a nominee through, and he puts January twentieth as mm-hmm. the deadline. That's my last day. That's assuming he loses to Biden in November. Has Trump forgotten that he still got an election? I mean, conceivably, he wins. He's got until January twentieth of twenty twenty-five to get this done. What, what do you think that? It's a misstep. He just didn't even think about it. Oh, he, you don't think he? No, was, he
4: was talking. He was just in the middle of a speech, and he was just like, well, "We've got to uh, January to do this." Uh,
0: January twentieth. If you don't, if you don't win, I
4: know. In him, in his mind, he's just thinking, "Oh, that's when my next term will start, probably."
0: All right. Well, I'm going to hear the Nars thing again because it is funny. Or Mars, <laughs> we can land it on Nars or Mars. Do we narwhals
1: take- live on Nars? You know, some of my <laughs> some of my favorite
0: Bugs Bunnies were the one where Marvin the Narsian would be on there. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a real good one. Joanna, did you did you think of any others?
4: No. <laughs> uh, you know that's right. Did next you ever to see that
0: Ice Cube movie, Ghost of Nars? <laughs> <laughs> it's right up there with Mercury. <laughs> Well, Mercury, Nenus, yes. Nerth, Nars. <laughs> <laughs> Nerth, Nerpritter. But no longer Naluto. <laughs> All right. You think we've... Uh, I think we might have exhausted I this did. little
2: mine. I, I think the Mercury <laughs> <laughs> killed it. Let's okay,
0: say, I, I, I took a risk, okay? I'm sorry. Nico <laughs> owes me $100, you guys. He no, made a I bet, don't. and he didn't think I'd remember that he made a bet, but I remember it distinctly. I even remember saying, if you shake my hand and make this bet, I'm not going to forgive it. Because you're just Yet being such a d bag about it. You forgot that we watched an entire TV show together. Quit deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a truly awful TV movie. Oh, well, that was a Cinemax original, I think, yeah. called Inheritance.
2: Cinemax. Don't.
0: No, it wasn't. Why that, did they? Uh, why did they always call Cinemax Cinemax? They would have the so- soft they core. They would
2: have that soft core.
0: Is that a thing they're even known for? Or is that yeah. Yeah. Just left Duh. Over. Where do you
2: think Cinemax well, comes from?
0: Anyway, hey, okay, just watch after
4: two a.m. All right, try that. Or Midnight. And then you'll see like all the...
0: There, there. There's this movie Inheritance, and it's this... I'm not giving anything away that's not in the trailer. And besides, I'm telling you not to watch it anyway. But it's like this rich, powerful family who keeps a guy in a basement. So the patriarch of the family, played by uh, Patrick Warburton, dies and leaves the care of this long-haired guy played by Simon Pegg in the basement to his daughter. Anyway. Well, and you, disagre- you kind of
4: have to give a, a background. It's like, they're, they're like police, like the daughter's the DA of Manhattan. Uh, he was a lawyer. So it, lo- it looks like it's criminal related in some sense. Yeah.
0: But it was a terrible movie. It was just terrible. And Nico yeah. didn't believe that Patrick Warburton played the father. Actually, to but, the point but where you I, were going to pay, you're going to pay up $100. I'm going to pay you a penny a day for the
4: next, for the, forever. Well, I don't, I'm, for about a hundred.
0: That, that would be better than what I actually expect. I actually expect you to pay zero of it. If you paid a penny a day, at least I'd eventually get it. What have yeah. you
2: paid in different ways?
0: How like, about if? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, what are you like, talking about? Like, what if
2: he cleans the house for you? Or? What?
0: He lives at at my house for free. He should be cleaning the house anyway. I
4: mean, I clean my space and I clean up after you all the time.
2: <laughs> How many times
4: do you're like, take my plate, please?
0: <laughs> well, that, I'm pretty couch locked at that point <laughs> before, I, before I do anything like that. Like I've got to have some serious couch lock going on for me to be like, bring me a play or take my play. We got into
4: a debate this weekend, and my friends thought we were fighting, like actually Ooh. fighting. Oh, interesting. You were lovers quarrel? No, no. It was like Oh, uh, lovers. It was a squirrel, debate because yes. I, I really like this new show, Blue Bloods. <laughs> that I've been new watching. show, yeah, it's real hit.
3: <laughs> All the you cool kids love
4: Blue Bloods. I, I really, it's really made me like like the police more. I forgot how much I loved like the police, you know, when is you grow it up... Is that
1: mustache?
4: When you grow up, it's just like, you like want to be a firefighter. Did you like that mm-hmm. new kid on
1: the block? You want to be a police officer. <laughs> I heard they have a bunch of hits.
4: Um, you know, you just want to do something a lot of doctors <laughs> do. But uh, So I really just... I forgot how much I like the police, yeah.
2: And what was your argument well, that your friends was you were fighting? It
4: wasn't just that. I was saying it was Buzz, basically... Buzz has this new woke persona. I do not. And uh, where he's calling out everything. He's like, oh my God, do you see the way that they're treated That is so misogynistic. Like, it was... The very benign things that are going on in the show and he's just kind of no, things
0: out. You showed me the show and it's got Tom Selleck and he's got these
2: And his ki- glorious mustache. Mm-hmm. Does he have a mustache in
0: it or did he go mustache he he
2: has no, a mustache? He's mustached, in it? I, in I, I it.
0: think he would die. I think they were like symbiotic no at this point. No, no, there was a point where he <laughs> did he didn't have mustache. I no. wanna say like when he was dating Monica Geller. Like part no, of that time he totally he had a mustache. He he always had the mustache? Totally had the mustache? Yeah. yeah, that's
2: his thing.
0: I Duh. just said, "Blue Bloods" is like comfort food on CBS for your parents who just wish things would go back to be in the way they were. Whenever no, and it
4: puts into perspective how hard the job is. It reminded me of you know, pe- police officers are putting their lives
0: uh, on the line
4: when they go to work every day, and it's not an easy job to deal with.
0: There, there was one. Okay, let me give you guys. And they an can example. still be anti-vaxxers.
1: There, just like Jenny McCarthy.
0: <laughs> there was
1: that,
4: is that, w- is that uh, Danny Don- Wahlberg's, Donny Wahlberg's uh, That's his wife? wife?
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There
0: was this she, one sc- scene where Donnie Wahlberg and his partner, the
2: ugliest new kid on the blog. I know.
0: I forgot he was on that. There was a victim and there was a rat, like they'd put a live rat or something in the pants. So <laughs> the, the victim is laying there on the stretcher okay. and he holds it up and they're taking selfies to put And I'm like, uh, yeah, Professionalism. That, is, that that is not a very professional way okay, but for the, the police plot, to behave, the but they're that,
4: heroic. The plot was that this was like a union beef between unions and stuff and one of them was a rat and you know, they put a rat in his pants and they thought it was funny, the police officers. And it's like
0: And there was a there was a new girl at the precinct and Donnie Wahlberg and some other male cop were talking about her appearance and I'm like, "You know, that might have been okay 20 years ago." Or thirty years ago, but that is not really a good representation that's not a good look for the police. Except when you take into account who their audience is, which is people in their sixties.
1: Do you want us to try and get Donnie on the phone for you so you can argue with him? No, we
4: we were we were arguing more about just like policing in general and you know
2: And your friends thought you guys were fighting. They thought
4: we were fighting, yeah. (laughs) Because we both get pretty passionate when we when
0: we fight about hundred dollars each Yeah, I, the, I'm more interested in, the, the in me passion. being right about Patrick Warburton.
2: <laughs> I'm oh, more upset that you, you too.
4: I'm just more upset that you forgot that we watched Watchmen together.
2: And he was like, "How oh, could you?" Like I that was like, a really
4: good show. I feel and, like, like
0: you weren't as enthusiastic about it as I was because every day, every time it came on Sundays, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so great."
2: Did yeah. you just like forget? Nico was there, sitting next to you.
0: Yes, yeah, that is I, exactly.
2: I think like a lot of times I watch <laughs> exactly it. I think exactly I
4: watch it happened. without him. No, I would be that he'd be like, "It's
0: Sunday, time to watch Watchmen." Okay, but but am I right that I I enjoyed it way more than I felt like you did? No, I loved you, it. You thought it was great. I thought it was. Maybe how do you the, forget? Oh, we had conversations how does about it.
2: Completely, just disregard me. He's like, feelings. "How did you forget me?" We would
4: talk about like, "Oh, in the in the comic book versus I wish the, I could this, l- you." <laughs> Oh, like with, the, with the squids you. falling out of the sky and stuff? Yeah, we are talking about the squids. I really wish I could quit you.
0: <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, I got a few science uh, news notes uh, to share with you. Ooh, science news notes. Is it Nico's science news? No. Ooh. No, that he doesn't fun. have one ready. But Not today. They announced the winners of the Ig Nobel Prize on Friday. Hmm. Do you know what the Ig Nobel Prize is? I mean,
4: it's not like the, you, it's not like the Darwin Awards,
0: where it's like, like the Razzies. Okay, <laughs> you know, so it's like uh, science that was done and poorly. For well, no, actually, Poor. it's nothing about like a flaw. It's just dumb stuff. It's like why did they spend? Why would time? they even spend my, yeah. money? So, the thirtieth annual Ig Nobel Prizes. Mm-hmm. Those are the awards given to the most ridiculous advances in science. And other academic fields, I'm sure the scientists would argue that there, there was, you know, it was a worthy, yeah, um, research well, or whatever. Put, they had to put
4: done. proposals in, so they must have had
0: an argument for it. Here are some of the winners this year. All right, a team of archaeologists who studied whether knives made out of frozen human poop. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not kidding. <laughs> not <Huh>? kidding. <laughs> Somebody did this research, and they probably got a grant for it. So yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah absolutely or it was just a group of drunk archaeologists <laughs> who said hey, if you had to make a knife out of poop
1: <laughs> they're like say less fam let's do it
0: Lisa had a story back when Lisa do, used to do badass, badass of the week yeah. what, uh,
1: what was his name because Nico brought him up first
0: yeah um gosh it, it, he was an Peter? arctic explorer anyway he he was in an avalanche I think the story was he made a knife out of his own frozen Peter
1: Frauchen, arctic explorer dutch dude yeah. He
0: cut off his own Dude, yeah. foot with a knife made out of his own poop. Well, so that he I figured it was more like a
4: pick, <laughs> like, <an> ice, <laughs> like a poop, picks or ice. Uh, okay. Uh, poop pick. okay,
0: well, <laughs> poop pick. anyway, this year, uh, one of the winners of the Ig Prize was this team of archaeologists who studied whether knives made out of frozen poop would be effective weapons. They were not, if you're, wondering,
4: <laughs> if you're
0: wondering where the research led us. Uh, the civilization died out because they could not stand up with their knives of poop. Research that found people... <laughs> listen to this one. This is a study about people doing studies. This research found that people who study insects are usually... Less likely to have sex. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to start it again. <laughs> people who study insects are usually afraid of spiders. Hmm. I have no fear of spiders. Like I wouldn't want to get bitten by a brown recluse or a black widow or whatever. But just if you like, see a big one, you don't kind of I don't, freak I don't, out about I don't, it. I don't, I don't. I don't have a fear response for that. That's actually an interesting study. I wonder how they even went about hmm. figuring that out. Here's another one in the field of economics. This was a study that tried to connect a country's wealth inequality with its average amount of mouth-to-mouth kissing. <laughs> because, oh, do you know there are some cultures where they do not kiss mouth-to-mouth. Mouth. There might, you know, uh, this the the one that you might have heard of are that uh, the Inuit people mm-hmm. who used to be called Eskimos kiss by rubbing their nose. Oh, Eskimo kisses. Yes, that's right. But <laughs> They were trying to find out if there was some correlation between countries that mouth-to-mouth kiss and income inequality. There was a psychological study that tried to figure out a way to tell if someone's a narcissist by examining their eyebrows.
1: <laughs> Why are you looking at me, Joanna? <laughs> no, I'm just. I wanna...
0: uh, I, I'm going to say this one time. <laughs> you know that I would never, eyebrows. I would never body shame or photo shame mm-hmm. anybody, mm-hmm. but on Tinder. <laughs> I just want to say,
1: mm-hmm. ladies, okay,
0: many of you are very beautiful, mm-hmm. but if your picture. The first thing people notice about your pictures is your eyebrows. You're doing your eyebrows wrong. That's all I want to say. But I don't know. Like it if depends. you immediately go no, there and all you see are one. eyebrows, it's like
2: it was like a block of eyebrow.
0: Oh, I showed right. I showed Joanna one. And I'm not even saying, hey, look at this unattractive. I'm just saying, what? How how can they think that's good? Mm-hmm. How can they think that looks good? My advice is. When somebody sees a picture of you, if the first thing they notice are your eyebrows, you're not doing your eyebrows right. Mm-hmm. So consider that. Ask me how many successful dates I've gone on How many successful tenders. dates have you gone Zero. on? Zero. I've not gone on a single date. How many people wow. have you matched with? Maybe a couple dozen. A couple dozen? That's a, that's a lot.
4: That's about 24.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. But... He's <laughs> thanks
1: for bringing it up.
0: Here's another study that won an ignoble prize. And this, for some reason, seems to be the one that people are talking about the most. Chinese scientists gave an alligator helium Mm -hmm. to see if it would make the alligator's voice higher Mm -hmm. in the same way compared to how it affects human voices. That,
4: That doesn't sound like a worthy scientific cause to you.
0: I don't even know. Now I'm starting to question whether the scientists take it seriously because I have audio of one of the scientists talking about it. Huh. But he himself did helium before he talked about the. Ex- <laughs> this is not a joke. You think that I'm playing like a fake thing? This is act. This is true. This is one of the scientists uh, talking about the helium experience experiment. Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the helium alligator experiment that won an ignoble prize. Alright, if you want people to take your research seriously, why would you do helium yourself? <laughs> Don't dose yourself on the same medicine as your subject. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. How are we on commercials today? Joanna, do we have a full load? Yes, or? we do. All right. I was going to go over and visit our website which is buzzadamshow.com mm-hmm. and one of the things I saw here was, I guess Glenn had posted this. Mm-hmm. Parents, you need to make sure that you're dressed appropriately if you're going to walk in view of the camera <laughs> that your kids are remote learning on. Yeah. yeah. Because all the other students can possibly see you. Mm-hmm. My understanding with the way it's done is you can either have your camera on, like if you get called on, or you could have it off until you get called on. You know what I mean? Yes. Is that is that sound accurate? Yes. All right, I'm just but checking to make sure my kids aren't lying to me. They yeah. said that they could turn the, the camera off if they didn't feel like being seen. They
1: could, how but they, it depends they, on the teacher. How, how
0: does the teacher know that they're not you know, playing a video game? But or that's why they got up and left it's up
1: to the teacher. Some teachers do say, no, you need to keep it on.
0: All right. Well, this is a teacher in Florida, and she got up at a school board uh, meeting. And wanted to mention something about parents. It sounds like she has a, a pretty, pretty low opinion of some parents. I'm, I'm just going to come out and say that. This is elementary school teacher named Edith Pride, and she asked parents to stop and think about what's going on before they appear on camera in front of a bunch of school kids. So here is teacher Edith Pride. <laughs> right. That's some serious shade, right? I mean, she's right? not wrong, like, though. I know these parents; they don't know English. I would laugh constantly if this was my teacher. Like everything she was saying, I would just find really, really. <laughs> so I guess some parents are are popping in and making Taking silly faces, faces. <laughs> like they're
4: on the like the news, like uh, behind a news reporter or something. Who's the
0: child? Who are the children? The children or the parents? Parents. But, but I like that her, as a teacher, her opinion is, I can't say profanity because a lot of these parents are not going to know what that word means. It's so funny.
4: She sounds like a good teacher.
0: Yeah, she does. Yeah, That's I want a her to be my an entertaining teacher. teacher. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Today is Batman Day, and... Monday's normally when Brandon gives me those Mm -hmm. uh, alternative fact quizzes, so he's not here today. But I've got his quiz. You got
4: his quiz.
1: Do we get to take it? (sighs) And and Batman's his favorite
4: character.
0: I would expect Ninko probably to know more about Batman than I would. I mean, do you know a lot about Batman?
1: Yeah, he's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. (laughs) Uh. He's Batman.
0: So, who should I give the? He, he should, I give the to, uh, should I the
1: give
0: Nas it to the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings? to Nico. Batman fights the Naz... No, that's. <laughs> the Nazgul? Not the Nazgul. That's. <laughs> Razagul. Razagul. Oh, what the hell's wrong with you?
2: Give me the quiz. <laughs> oh, you just, that could have been the promo. I'm sorry. It's after nine.
4: <laughs> you just made a Lord of the Rings Batman crossover. That I should did. happen. I did. What's
1: up? Yeah, I th- He created those dragons.
0: Wait, I don't think the Nazgul are the dragons. I think they're the creatures on the, on dragons, the dragons, right? Yeah. They're Sauron's uh, I'm
1: mixing. It. I was going to say that they're the Razak, but that's from the Aragon series.
0: All right, Lisa.
1: Yeah, what's up?
0: This is an alternative fact quiz. I'll
1: give you five statements. Ooh, that was an alternative fact that Nazgul and the mm-hmm. Razgul guys. <laughs> we not into it yet. All right. <laughs> Up. fact number one
0: Adam okay. Adam West was the first actor to play Batman
1: like in life like I feel like there had to have been like maybe like on the radio or something or just in some in general so
0: you think there is a radio show called Batman
1: yeah maybe you never know
0: so what do you want to say
1: what was the question again
0: Adam West was the first actor to play Batman A-Dubes.
1: alternative facts sir <laughs>
0: it is an alternative fact. Woo! That's uh, right. An actor named Lewis Wilson played Batman in a series of black and white shorts in 1943.
1: Oh, okay. She Adam works. West
0: was actually the third actor to play Batman oh, wow. on huh. film or TV.
2: Batman. Batman. Uh,
0: fact or, or alternative fact number two, the first Batman comic came out before the first Superman comic. So essentially, Ooh. Batman came out before Superman. Yes, that yes. is a
1: tough one.
0: Do you want a hint, Lisa? No. All
1: right. Um, <laughs> I would say no. I think Superman came out first. I'm trying to think of, like, the documentary that I watched on Batman, the one on Hulu that was really good. It was, like, Batman and Bill. But I, th- I think, no, I think Superman came out first. So you're
0: going to say that would be alternative fact.
1: What was the question again?
0: <laughs> the first Batman comic came out before the first Superman comic.
1: It did not, so alternative fact. <laughs>
0: Woo! The first Superman All comic right. came out in 1938. <laughs> And uh, they followed up with Batman about a year later. Detective Comics. Ooh, yeah, DC Comics. The the DC stands for Detective Comics. So it, mm-hmm. you're saying Detective Comics comics? It's a little redundant. Okay. Yeah.
4: And I think they're still Batman. still were publishing Detective Comics up until a couple years
0: ago. Now this is an example. <laughs> this is one of the questions where I'm like. All right, I'm not sure this one has a black and white answer, but what's that number three Bill okay. Murray almost played Batman
1: hmm um Bill Murray yeah you know, almost Bill,
0: played Batman
1: Bill Murray did a lot of stuff like he did the dishes at somebody's house in Austin mm-hmm. he, he drove, was a bartender yeah. yeah. He survived the zombie apocalypse. So sounds like Bill he Murray did not survive the <laughs> yeah. zombie apocalypse. Well, he did it first, And <laughs> until he used to that golf. dude
2: came along.
1: Yeah, he was golfing. It sounds a like he time. wants to have
0: every other job other than being Bill Murray. Right?
1: right. Yeah. You, you know think Bill so Murray
0: almost played Batman?
1: Why not? Yes, I think that is a fact.
0: Well, it gives oh, it a yes. That's one of those. It's right. like, well, how? Cl- what do you mean he almost played? Like, did anybody offer or him the job? Man? Did he ever do a screen test? Was he, he ever close to it? Uh, a few years before Tim Burton, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman, Ivan Reitman was supposed to do a Batman movie. Bill Murray was going to play him and Eddie Murphy was in talks to play Robin. What a that terrible sounds movie. awful. That just sounds terrible. But the reaction Funny people. your reaction was kind of I remember when the Michael Keaton one came out and everybody was like Mr. Mom is going to play Batman because that's kind of what he was most really? famous Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Johnny Dangerously is going to play Batman? Yeah. There were a lot of naysayers. Uh, Number four, Bruce Wayne was named after a character that appears in the movie Braveheart. Again, I don't like the way they phrase them. Yeah, Obviously what? he wasn't named after a character who appears in the movie. The, they share a name maybe. They share, or that he was inspired by a real life person who was portrayed in Braveheart.
1: Okay, so the fact that you're going so in detail with this. To go ahead just, and That's it. why I don't run these. But
0: also, you see like I nitpick the questions. Yeah, it's like, so, well that doesn't um, really make this sense. This is a
1: fact. <laughs> just basing it off of your anger. Well, why would the- I get so
0: wound up about yeah, it exactly. if it wasn't a <laughs> fact?
1: Exactly. You let this one go. Yeah, Robert the Bruce
0: was the king of Scotland in the early 14th century, which is where they got the name Bruce. Oh yeah, Robert the Bruce. Bruce. And the name Wayne came from a a Revolutionary War officer named Anthony Wayne. <laughs> uh factor alternative fact on our final one, Lisa Batman used to carry a gun.
1: Like carry it? Like around? Mm-hmm. Like a purse? I, like well, a I think he'd
0: probably keep it on his utility. I mean, he already a had that pack. badass yeah. belt there, That's so he it. probably kept it on that belt, but Batman used to carry a gun.
1: Uh, I would. I'm going to go with fact, just because you said it was DC was detective comics, and maybe like detectives back in the day, they carried guns. Well, they still do, but I mean, like he didn't have all the cool gadgets that he has now. So I'm going to go with that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much right on the nose. Oh, he used really? to carry a gun ding, ding, ding. Nice. in the early comics of Batman. He, used to, Lisa. Yeah, good he job. used to, he used to shoot people instead of beating them mm-hmm. up or okay.
4: them. I like how Lisa wasn't really trying to answer the question. She was, she was playing the game. <laughs> She was playing you. She was using logic and deduction.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I don't know that much about Batman, yeah. but I know a lot about Buzz getting angry at questions. Mm-hmm. Very impressed with your
0: well, psychology. I don't like when questions are imprecise.
3: You know what I mean? You know, I, I've impressed. always had a problem I'm just playing. impressed that no, Lisa fine.
0: could read that and use that to her advantage. Yeah, exactly.
1: You. I was like, you are not getting that heated for right. no reason. Listen, so
0: there's a history of people second-guessing who gets cast as Batman. People mm-hmm. hated the idea. Of Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. people hated the idea of Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. George Clooney. Some people still hate the idea of Ben Affleck. I mean, there has been a long thing. People hated the idea of Robert Pattinson, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. Robert Pattinson is a good actor.
1: Big fan of. Strickland I mean, Vampires.
0: he he was in the Twilight, but even he seems to realize those were bad movies. But like he's, in he's interviews, good, like he's he's a, a good, good actor, mm-hmm. and I just saw him in Tenet. Rem- did you remember Robert Pattinson was in Tenet? I did not We watched it together No, I was asking if you were- <laughs> We were sitting next to each other I'm asking you because you didn't recognize Patrick Warburton I was just going to make sure that you you knew who that actor was It <laughs> was Robert point. Pattinson See, I thought I could game when he would forget stuff <laughs> uh, We got some audio of Robert Pattinson running through his lines. So oh, yeah. it's still in production right now okay. So uh, I think actually Robert Pattinson He's going to do a good job My only drawback is I I prefer Americans to play Batman. Mm -hmm. And this will mean we've had two out of the past three. Right. They're talking about James Bond. They're not talking about any American playing Mm -hmm. James Bond. You know why? Because they have some national pride. That's why.